Welcome to the Dynasty Happy Hour Podcast. Pull up a chair and kick up your feet as you get ready to enjoy some of the industry's most entertaining and actionable Dynasty content on the planet. We're talking veterans, rookies, sleepers, and oh yeah, you know the crew has those dad jokes ready for you. So let's not wait any longer and bring on the host or some combination of Doug, James, and Tyler. Welcome back, everybody, to the Dynasty After We are in week two, and everybody else isn't here. They left. They're out doing their own thing, but I'm here with Corey. Corey, he's going to be our even week kind of ho- co-host type person and fill in through the offseason. He is kind of the, the relieving pitcher. <laughs> Yay, it's stuck. We don't, have any, we don't have any intro music for you, kind of like the Mets closer does with the cool... Oh, the, the trumpets, yeah. The, the live trumpets. Oh, swagger man. Now. But thank you, man, man. I'm happy to be here. Relief pitching. Um, I like that. Um, definitely not a starter, but I'm happy to be here to relieve uh, Chef and Doug. I mean, you're you're kind of the Jimmy G to, uh, you know, <laughs> she, she, yeah, Chef or Doug's uh, Trey Jesus. Lance. They're, they're a broken leg away yep. from, from having you come in. But speaking of that, we will get to that shortly. We are brought to you by Fantasy Points. Now, Fantasy Points, I know the the offseason stuff, you're kind of no need for that. But guess what? There's DFS optimizers. There's tons of things for DFS and those type of things for daily fantasy football, which everybody here plays. And use DHH22 for 10% off. They have tons of other things. They have articles by Graham Barfield, Scott Barrett. Those elite people in the fantasy industry go check out fantasypoints.com and use code dhh22 to get yourself 10 percent off a subscription uh let, let's get kind of get right into it because this has been a weird weird week for me The the injury to trey lance has mm-hmm. kind of put a cloud over me and it's because doug and i we are reigning champions uh of trade addict seven we came to this year. We have Dak and Burrow. Dak gets hurt, mm-hmm. so we get offered mm-hmm. Trey Lance and an early-ish second, maybe mid to early, for Dak Prescott and a mid to late first. We smashed it because we are kind of, like we've been through the ride with Dak. It's off and on, hot and cold, and we really like Trey Lance. So we did the trade, and now we're sitting here with Trey Lance who was just, you know, Shanahan came on the podium and said he's going to be out for the season with this broken leg. It looked gross. Trey Lance didn't even realize his leg was broken till he stood up. It was, it was messed. Like it's one of those shock things. I had a friend in, in school when we played soccer in his backyard, he, he did a slide tackle and cut his knee open. You could see the bone had no idea it happened until he goes, God, my, my leg hurts. And then he looks down and all you could see is a kneecap. Like it, the, the thing of adrenaline and shock is crazy. I've seen it live and Trey Lance. Yeah. He stood up and he's like, Oh crap, my leg. Like it's, it's broken. It was, it was gross to see, but he will be out for the year. Shanahan. I said on Twitter, Shanahan, you get your wish. You, you get Jimmy G for another year. Trey Lance gets to sit and learn. And you know what? It, in, Maybe in hindsight, this helps Lance because, yes, he did look like the game was a little too quick for him still. 
I've heard the counterpoint to these injuries suck for the future, but that's, you know, for Stanley, who's an offensive lineman and you need the explosion from your, from your leg a little more than a quarterback. And there was one other person that had this type of injury where it affected him, but Trey Lance, where are you on this injury? I know you, this was huge all over Twitter. Uh, we're we're kind of going to go over values today instead of going game by game. We'll, we'll still go game by game, but we're going to talk more about the player's actual value from what they did today. So Trey Lance, where are you with Trey Lance? Yeah, um, obviously it sucks to see the injury. We don't wish that upon anyone. And me, I'll just start by saying I'm a believer in or what is was a believer in Trey Lance because of the fantasy potential he could have provided. Maybe this is less going upon himself as a prospect and as an NFL quarterback, but we all know his rushing upside, which he may have provided. So now this injury that is going to sideline him for this year, he'll be back. It's confirmed a broken leg. I was hearing some yes. ankle stuff, but it's confirmed. It's, a broken it's leg. confirmed a broken leg. It's going to require surgery tomorrow and he will be out for the year. That has been confirmed <sighs> by Kyle Shanahan, yeah. who reports say he had a big smile. He was jumping up and down. Yeah, but no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't doing that, but man, yeah, uh, this the, is, the, yeah, the history, the history with Shanahan and these running quarterbacks is not great. He yeah, ran yeah. RG3 into the ground his rookie year. Oh, and the way he uses these guys, it's ridiculous. Like, why are you running Trey Lance up the middle? I, I don't why? get it. I don't know. Uh, maybe they, all those reports on how Shanahan wanted, like, Mac Jones or whatever yeah. during the – like, we don't know what is true or what is not. We just we know what we have. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, he the locker room loves Jimmy G. There, there was a reason why Trey Lance was not named a captain. The players voted. The players still love Jimmy G. He's there. He's getting a shot here for the remainder of the 15 games here going forward. Like you're saying, game planning around it. Yeah, why does Shanahan do that? I don't know. You know, that's on him. He loves his running style, whether it's from the running back or quarterback. So how did Jimmy G do today? Did you watch it? Did you see? He was efficient. I think he was like 13 for 21. Like, like that seems about right. Like 13 for 20, it was it was almost 200, two touchdowns. But he, he moved the offense when honestly, oh, from the sure. beginning, it like it, I don't know what it is, but the second Trey Lance comes on, it's a bunch of RPO. You can Trey Lance played West Coast in North Dakota. Like he he knew the offense. He knows how to do West Coast. Why use this RPO system all the time? It, it made no sense to me. Trey Lance has a, a big he's a big brain quarterback. He's smart as hell. He can do the job without this RPO crap. Like give him a chance to do Mahomes things. Put him outside the pocket. That's how you use Trey Lance. You don't just run him. It just made no sense. Could there be a reason? Like, obviously, he sees him at practice. We all know the Vikings quarterback coach comment, you know, what more do I need to see from Kellen Mond or whatever it was saying? Like, maybe this is what just maybe Trey Lance isn't the future and maybe he didn't really want him. Yeah, the the issue with me, the thing that scares me is Trey Lance didn't start last year. Now, he only is two games into this year and he's got a game and a quarter, less than a quarter into that. So he's he's very inexperienced, and you want to see progression. This was a big year for him, and I think that could – I'm, I'm looking at it in the pessimistic view. This could really affect his growth as a yeah. quarterback, and we could be looking at a guy who now could just be 
okay. It, it, it could it could ruin him. It all depends on him and the help he has with coaches. And honestly, if Shanahan does not like him, that could affect him. Like if Shanahan's like, I I didn't want you, like this could affect him. I think he'll be okay. Tough. Personally, the year he's gonna have now away from it could actually help him grow more because he's still super young. He's 22, just turned 22. So he's very young. He has plenty of years in the NFL. And this could be like, hey, maybe not run the guy as much. All right. We don't really have too much more news. Many, not many more injuries. Jerry Judy hurt a shoulder. Uh, we'll get more into that probably next week, see how he is. But it doesn't really matter because we'll get into the Broncos offense. And woof, <laughs> they did not look great again. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get into that. Also, we are sponsored by Manscaped, the best in men's grooming. You know what? When Trey Lance gets that surgery, they got to shave that leg down so they can do the surgery. You know what they should use? The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0. Yes, that's right. I use the Lawnmower 4.0 on a lot of things. I use my old one, the 3.0, on a lot of things that I don't use the 4.0 on because you don't want to mix. You don't want to mix and match what you're using it with because you gotta. You can't do the whole. I'm going to shave one spot, then go to around the mouth. You just can't do that. But Manscaped has the right product for you for the right job. You got the weed whacker that does the nose hairs that I think is one of the greatest things ever. I use a nose hair trimmer since I was like 18 because I have allergies and those things suck. And the nose hairs, they capture the allergens. And if you don't have nose hairs, you don't capture it. and It doesn't affect you as much. It, it helped me out a ton especially with a man with a big nose. The Weed Whacker is perfect for you. It's got the LED light, so you can do it in the shower. If the lighting in your bathroom isn't great, you can shave anything anywhere with the light. It's like a headlight, and it goes where you need to go. Once again, Manscaped, use code DHH for 20% off your next order. Your balls will thank you. All right. We're going to do a couple more injury news. Uh, Gabe Davis, he's added to the injury report with an ankle. I actually sat him in all my leagues. I have him just precautionary this late into the week. You don't want to see it. I think he's fine. What do you think? Like, I think he'll be fine for the rest of the season. Is what I mean? Yeah. I mean, an ankle injury depends what it is. Obviously a low, we a low ankle sprain. We saw what Deandre Swift did today. He could ball out a high ankle sprain is where you want to get worrisome. So sitting him maybe is the best strategic advice, especially if you do not have a Monday night replacement. Gabe Davis, we saw his explosion. He had 16% target share week one, but we can see what it's like in the best offense to have him there as a nice vertical threat. Maybe Dawson Knox steps up for the time being, but like I'm, I don't care too much about Gabe Davis moving. Oh, sorry. I do care about him moving forward, but not too much about this injury. If he sidelines him a week, it's a week. It's whatever. Yeah, I agree. If players get hurt, they're going to be precautious. It's a long season. I'm not too worried. ESPN Dan Graziano wouldn't be surprised if Baker Mayfield returns as a Panther starter in 2023. Um, for me, what have you seen from Baker this year? Um, <laughs> I Personally, what I saw today was a leader, a guy who is kind of held back by the coaches right now. The coaches don't know what they're doing. Finally, Baker running outside the pocket, hit DJ Moore in the corner of the end zone. Finally, Baker needs to be used outside the pocket. All quarterbacks these days need to be able to get outside the pocket, scramble, and open up the offense. And they didn't use Christian McCaffrey as much as I wished, but 
Baker Mayfield as a whole, I think is doing very good in this offense. What do you think? It, it seems the underlying factor that needs to be hit home is the coaching, whether that could be Shanahan with Trey Lance and just not utilizing these quarterbacks to their best potential. We saw that last year with Matt Nagy and Justin Fields. And I think the bears play soon. It's Sunday, seven 45 yep. right now. So we saw week one and the preseason, what can happen if you utilize the offense to the strengths of the quarterback, so Baker, if he returns, that is cool. You know, I don't know their situation moving forward, you know, with their draft picks and whatnot, but Baker, he's super talented. The Browns misused him as well. So it just comes down to a coaching staff that can pull the best out of their quarterback. We know he has the passion, like you alluded to. So it just comes down to pretty much everything clicking in the right way. And obviously that is easier said for me than like what is done in the NFL. Next set of news is the Chargers coach, Brandon Staley said, Justin Herbert has a rib cartilage fracture he is day to day now the not funny not so funny part of this is tyrod taylor when herbert was a rookie hurt his ribs and he had to get injections every game and the first time he needed it the doctor punctured a lung so that same doctor is still on the team (laughs) surprisingly they still have him i I uh, there's a joke there somewhere. Dear God, please. Hopefully he's watched some YouTube videos on how to with the with the getting the needle between the ribs and not hitting anything because Herbert, man, uh, Trey Lance and Herbert are my two most rostered quarterbacks in all my leagues and they both went down this week. I'm I'm cursed. We'll just admit it. Yeah, but, it's unfortunate, you know. Yeah, Herbert and Lance. Yeah, so and uh, Herbert going down I'm not too worried about it. He nailed a pass in the middle of the field after this injury in pain. Play after Herbert is a stud. Yeah. As long as he's playing, you're playing him. Right. Agreed. Yeah. uh, The adrenaline helps it to be noted. It's the same. I think people say injury as Alvin Kamara who missed this game. I don't know if that was precautionary on the saints. So have to pay attention to that moving forward as well. Yeah, I agree. All right. Before we get into the kind of, evaluation of the games we want to bring up our other sponsor our longtime mm. sponsor trophy smack now trophy smack i have a bunch of trophy smack trophies Corey, you've seen them you probably have one somewhere coming your way maybe who knows hopefully this year right oh, i got multiple you got, i love trophy yeah. smack especially if you use code dhh or something right code dhh <laughs> ring you get a free ring which i have one sitting right on my desk for mm. the trade uh trade Addicts seven league. Mm-hmm. I've got it sitting right there. It sits there. It's got the name and everything. It's in a nice case. It's got like a little tiny cutout of turf. This thing is glorious. And it reminds me that I'm a champion and you guys need to upgrade your league today with go DHH ring, get a trophy or belt. Cause the tr- belts are tremendous and get yourself a free ring, do whatever you want. The ring, wear it to leagues, keep it for yourself. Commission. Even if you're not a commission, just keep it for yourself. Be you know, spoil yourself a little bit. And have a league trophy because I tell you what, it makes the league so much better. You won't regret it. All right, let's get into these games. Cut. We are going to start out with that Thursday night game. Okay, who played? It was the Chargers. Oh, the Chiefs. The Chargers versus the Chiefs. Yeah, it was. Now, let's talk about Mike Williams. Mike Williams went off like he does. And... For the value-wise, Mike Williams, are you kind of keeping him up in that upper tier? Or what What are you doing with Mike Williams in a dynasty league? 
Uh, to answer your little latter question, I, I've already sold him this offseason, uh, him and Baker for 2023 first. That was before he went to the Panthers. Um, I mean, it's only the second game. Did Mike Williams need Keenan Allen to not play to be able to hit the splash? We all know he's kind of variable in that production. I mean, obviously, it's it's some very rudimentary info here, but like sell him if you're a rebuilder or an acquire if you're a contender. Like, you know, you don't want to have a, about to be a 28 year old, you know, a couple more seasons. He's going to hit that cliff and fall over the edge of the perceived value apex. So but it seems like he's an asset that you just kind of need to hold and just see what happens too, especially only being 27 about to be 28. Another player, Sky Moore. Everybody was mm-hmm. hyped on him mid to later first in mm-hmm. the 2022 class. Uh, I was told he's going to be really good in this Chiefs offense. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Doug and I for sure were saying it's going to take him a little bit. They're going to do Juju, MBS. They're going to spread the ball out. They're going to give it to Kelsey. And it looks like Justin Watson is now ahead of him. Sky Moore, where are you at with him and his evaluation after two weeks? Yeah, I mean, a player like him, a converted quarterback to defensive back in college and then converted from defensive back to wide receiver, playing like one and a half full-time seasons at wide receiver. It's a learning game. There's a reason why he dropped in the second to the Chiefs at where they were. It's going to be a project. We know he's super talented and adjusting to the NFL game speed will be interesting. Obviously, the Chiefs win now, you know, sort of like a dynasty team. They're going to be using their veterans. You know, MBS could be the vertical threat with Juju in the middle. And then any additional, I mean, Justin Watson, that was the guy in the Buccaneers. Yeah. He came super over. Athletic. He's a veteran. Yeah. He yeah, knows what he's super doing. Athletic. Yeah. Mahomes, they want that. The offense needs that. They need the, it's like Brashard Behrman on the Tampa Bay Bucks. It's like oh, just God, a veteran yeah. guy that is doing the job. We see Greg Dortch with the Cardinals come in these first two weeks with Rondale Moore out. Sky Moore just needs to kind of develop. And, you know, we know rookies kind of take a couple weeks to develop. It sucks that he didn't get a snap in week two and barely played week one. But definitely, I feel things are coming on the horizon for a dynasty perspective for sure. Anybody else you want to talk about the Chiefs and the Chargers? Uh, any uh, players that kind of Ec- caught your eye? Eckler is worrying me. The usage, whatever's going on there with Eckler. I mean, it's also bold to assume I watched the game. Um, I think <laughs> Noah Gray got a couple of receptions, which is pretty I, cool yeah, to like see him. that. That's yeah, really like cool. Him. Big on him as a rookie. We knew he's going to have to sit. And now he has a little opportunity, especially with this lackluster receiver room or whatever's going on. Maybe he starts to kind of come in a little bit, especially with Kelsey, quote unquote, declining. Uh, you said the Chargers. How did Palmer do? He did fine. Palmer had like a, a touchdown. Yeah, he, he did fine. He was off. Like him and Herbert felt like they were off. Right. And then they hit with a late touchdown. I think that was the last touch. Salvage it. It's tough yeah. with the injuries. I mean, Everett's looking super nice. The the coach over there is the tight end coach that did like Jimmy Graham. So we know uh, Everett may be a viable option here moving forward. I'm curious to see what will happen when Parham comes back. But Everett's Clyde falling Edward, out. Clyde Edwards Alaire is the one I really want to talk about. Usage is interesting. Let's go. Yeah. Small usage. Very efficient. He looks good as a runner. If he got 15 carries a game, I think he'd be a running back one. The issue is. This offense is Pat Mahomes and nobody else. And for me, that's what you want. You want Mahomes if you can have them. I mean, the only time the bye was probably last offseason when everybody thought, oh, he's he lost Tyreek. He's gonna yeah. he's gonna fall. So yeah. yeah, for me, that's where this offense is at. So let's go on to the next game, okay. which we're gonna do the Jets versus the Browns. I loved this game so much. Let's go fly, one bro. one reason why. It was the Garrett Wilson breaking out party. Insane. I was 
hyped. I actually started him in two or three leagues because he showed me a ton week one. Man, Garrett Wilson, elite player. I think he's got that elite type of player attitude to him. Elijah Moore, though, we'll talk, we'll go both of them. I think he's just a fine wide receiver, too, for a team. Garrett Wilson is the alpha. You can see it, how he plays. He's, you know, every, all you see in, on Twitter is that dog. Got that <laughs> dog in him. And he does. Like he was, he was chirping at the crowd in the stadium. Man, Garrett Wilson, he had eight catches for 102 and two touchdowns with the Love game it. winner. Yep. Looked awesome. Yep. Routes were fantastic. Uh, I think him and another rookie receiver we'll talk about, they're going to jump very high when it comes to trade values. Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore, who had three for four, 41 on five targets. Garrett Wilson had 14 targets. What do you feel with this? Uh, I absolutely love it. I'm getting uh, a lot of Jamar Chase T. Higgins vibes. So after T. Higgins' rookie year, Elijah Moore, everybody was like, I love this player. He's going to be so awesome. But then the team first round pick drafts Jamar Chase and Garrett Wilson in this analogy. And a lot of people kind of faded maybe Jamar Chase for that reason, similar to Garrett Wilson. But like, which guy is going to be the better? Is it going to be the Wilson and the Chase or the Higgins and Moore? Like you said, the perfect wide receiver too. These guys are going to be compliments to each other. Obviously, play styles may not be parallels to Higgins and Chase, but we're talking about the impact these two wide receivers in this ever-changing NFL landscape is going to have kind of focusing on this, you know, pass-heavy offense. Wilson and Moore is going to be awesome. Moore in the slot, especially if he's going to get a carry. I think it was like negative five yards, but like, you know, Wilson's going to work that outside, work inside. He's going to do everything. More you can't ignore more, and then how did the tight ends do, Conklin? Uh, I know Conklin got a couple targets. Uh, Conklin, he was six for forty nine targets. So yeah, more than a couple. You love that Corey Davis had that big play. Yeah, Uzoma is just he was inactive today. Amstring. I mean, this offense is gonna be awesome. Garrett Wilson, Elijah Moore. We know offensive can support two wide receivers once this quarterback situation gets figured out. Which then br- brings the question: like, is uh. Wilson going to start or are they going to keep Joe (laughs) Flacco in there? I mean, Michael Carter and Brees Hall are a great one-two punch. The tight end is working out with Conklin. I whiffed on Uzoma, but that's okay because Conklin's doing his thing. And, you know, the defense is there. Salah seems like it'd be a pretty passionate head coach. So I'm, I'm very excited to bring it back to Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore here moving forward for this year and Dynasty, of course, too. Yeah, I'm I'm loving Garrett Wilson. Garrett Wilson, if he keeps getting – eight targets a game. I think he could be up there in the top 12 wide receivers in dynasty by next season. He's that talented high draft pick. If you got Garrett Wilson on the cheap because he's on the jets, because you know what we always do every off season. We always say, Oh, the situation mm-hmm. is not good. The situation mm-hmm. sucks. The quarterback room sucks. Talent Love always it. wins out. We Talent. always have to remember that. Now yep. with the Browns one, evaluation i saw was man they cannot wait for deshaun watson to get there because they need some playmaking electricity from the quarterback room because this loss they lost they lost 31 to 30 the browns lost to the jets but nick chubb three touchdowns three touchdowns and the guy oh man what are you doing with nick chubb he's 27 years old he's getting to that kind of running back value apex where it's it's hit it's hit peak. 
Yeah. What, uh, what do you think you're doing with it? It's kind of similar to what we spoke on earlier. Like, if you're a contending team versus repel, I mean, this is so, like, there's such little nuance within it. It's so much easy to say, you know, obviously, if you're a rebuilder, we know not to keep a uh, running back like this, Zeke Elliott, you know, Chubb on this team. But as a contender, like, if you want to just make a trade to get the future stuff and ignoring your right now championship run, that's cool. Um, but again, I mean, if you're a contender, you're keeping Chubb. He's he had 23 touches and then 20 touches. So that's t- 43 touches in the first two weeks, 20 touches each game. He's going to be fed as long as Brissett is the quarterback. So I was going to ask, yeah. like, is this just the byproduct of this specific offense that's going on? We know Chubb is super talented and deserves the ball. Hunt got the ball both games. We're looking at 15 and 15 touches. So we're looking at 40, 43, 73 touches to your top two running backs. What's going to happen when Watson gets back? Like DPJ went from 11 targets to one target. Yeah. Amari Cooper <laughs> had a big game. Is, yeah. it just, is it the hot, like hot hand as a wide receiver? Is it scheme wise? You know, defenses maybe, you know, versus Carolina, they could go a little more underneath. Whatever it is. I don't know. I think it's, I think it's game plan. And for me, Stefanski, we had him up here in Minnesota, very run heavy. He loves running the ball. That's, I mean, running the ball, play action. Deshaun Watson coming back. He's never had a running back like this in the backfield. But man, it's going to be, it's going to be a very interesting thing to see when he comes back. Hey, we got Chef joining us. Speaking of coming back, what's up? Decided to come back in. We are on, we are on. The Browns, the Browns and the Jets. We Ooh. talked about Elijah Moore. We talked about Garrett Wilson. Now, this show, we are talking about values. We're kind of going on who's going to jump, who's going to fall, what have we seen this week. So we're just kind of picking out one or two things mm-hmm. from the games on where we think evaluation. I did Garrett Wilson, I think, is going to be a huge jumper in the value. Uh, Chef, I know you and I talked about, you know, Garrett Wilson's going to show why he's elite, why he's a Justin Jefferson type player. Midseason, we did not think it'd come this soon. No, no, definitely not. And uh, I am very excited that it did. Unfortunately, I couldn't get enough uh, shares in just one week that we talked about it. And what is your evaluation on the Browns? On the Brown side of the ball, Nick Chubb is still Nick Chubb. Um, <laughs> just that, yep. Mari Cooper looked better today mm-hmm. than he did last week. I mean, I'm Ten not targets. even looking at numbers. I don't, I literally just got out of the uh, overtime game of the Cardinals and mm. Raiders. Mm. Um, but I think the defense just let up too much and it makes me a little bit nervous. Um, Jacoby Brissett's not the answer. We know this, but I mean, it's, it's not really a main concern. I think Cooper and Chubb at Kareem hunt will be fine. Yeah. And Harrison right. Bryant, if you have not gone out and tried to acquire him, do so because he is the better tight end, in my opinion, than Njoku. Sorry, Doug, not sorry. All right. We're going to move on to the Manders versus the Lions. The Lions oh. win 36 to 27. What a fun game. The evaluation of the Washington Manders for me is Jahan Dotson is good at football and he will continue to get better and better and better. And he he looked good once again. Caught another touchdown. He's got three touchdowns in two games. So mm-hmm. he's on pace for, I don't know the math here. Math. But 38 to 40 something maybe yeah, three divided by two is one and a half times 17 is yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep. is sounds good. math is sounds good, math. Man. Sounds good. Uh, yeah that's my evaluation J- Jahan Dotson will 25 go, touchdowns he's gonna go up 
he's going to keep going up in value. And it's not like a crazy high rise like Wilson will go, but it will start it could be. up. Dude, three touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, True. we're looking at 10 targets, not cool, but if his usage is going to be warranting fantasy production, we shouldn't care how much targets he's getting, especially if he's getting those opportunities. I maybe mean, I guess maybe we should. That was a wild statement. But if he's getting opportunities within a point where you can get six points pretty easily, you kind of like that. And on the line side, mine is if you can trade Hawkinson for another tight end, a linear move plus oh a God. pick, and still has value. Hawkinson is what he is. He is a possession tight end. He's Dalton Schultz, but with less targets. So that that's my evaluation on Hawkinson. It sucks. I was very high on him, but he's probably not going to be what we want him to be. Uh, let's go, Corey. Corey, what is your evaluation on these games? Curtis Samuel has 20 targets, while McLaurin has 12 and Dotson has 10. Like Samuel is, we saw what Ron Rivera wanted him as he brought him over from Carolina. He got injured last year, and we are seeing what he can bring to this team. I know he gets some rushing attempts. I'm unsure about this week. Logan Thomas got a touchdown. So this, it's no longer a Terry McLaurin team. It's not going to be had one funneled. rush, one rush for 21 yards. He yeah, did dude. get hit very hard. Where I'm the like, oh, zone. here it is. Yep. His yeah. health, his health meter dropped all the way down to 10. <laughs> We're all worried, but then it, it recovered, yep. and he was just fine. Yeah, it's it's Mer- Terry McLaurin. We're kind of seeing him not be a true dynasty wide receiver one. He had a great little stretch there. But if this offense is going to continue to be spread through multiple options, I mean, we're looking at three receivers, a tight end and a running back in Gibson. Who knows what happens when Brian Robinson comes? Now, I did want to take one for the Lions, but I'm going to save it for for Corey. I think he's going to go with the player. And I have an apology to where I need to make on this player because I thought it was because Swift and Hawkinson were out. The reason why this guy succeeded. So <laughs> Corey, your lines, is it, is it Swift or the guy I'm speaking about? I mean, you're obviously speaking to say Brown. Cause I was also in a similar bucket. I mean, being a fourth round guy, I guess we should never um, do a disservice here to Brad Holmes and what he can done. He found, you know, Cooper cup in the second, he found That's all true. these, all these players, uh, I'm on Ross and Brown in the se- fourth, uh, Josh Johnson, a safety in the fourth. Like there's so- a te- Taylor wrap another safety. This guy yeah. is a top tier talent scout. And, you know, I guess what happens on the NFL fields will matter more than the college field. St. Brown had an elite stretch to the end of the season. The first two games, we're looking at 24 targets and three touchdowns and we're approaching 200 yards receiving. This dude is a focal point of the offense and I can't wait to see what happens when Jamison Williams comes back. Not saying it's going to take away from St. Brown, but just that it could only help him. Oh, 100%. I think I think Williams hurts Hawkinson, yeah. Reynolds, and the DJ Charks of the world oh, more. Sure. Uh, Amara St. Brown, loved him in college. Five-star guy. I actually wrote an article about him and because I loved Equinemius. Huge fan of Equinemius. And I'm like, hey, you know, the better players you know, still in college. He's coming in. So... I really liked him. I I faded him like an idiot. <laughs> it was a good process, bad results. It happens. It's okay. I'll just sit in the shame corner. Chef, what do you got for these two teams? Um, for the for the Mandos that I'm calling, I'm calling Mandos, you know, Washington Mandos. Uh, because they're not commanding anything right now. <laughs> um, Sam Howell, baby. I'm a little nervous about the running game, to be honest. I don't know if it has to do with the running back talent of Antonio Gibson or is it really the offensive line? You know, 14 the carries, only bad. 28 yards is a problem 
All right. So when Brian Robinson comes back, it may still be a problem. Uh, the defense on the Washington side of the ball, they're still not 100%. So Detroit kind of gets a pass. Detroit was up in this game. They almost blew it. Uh, yeah. Washington came, almost came back. Wentz looked like crap in the first quarter and then looked pretty good coming back in the second half as Wentz does as Wentz does and you know he gets you some good fantasy points especially if you uh play with bonuses yeah uh, you know he's the Jekyll and Hyde of fantasy that's Carson Wentz yeah but I mean it's two it's two weeks of uh Jekyll or Hyde I don't know which one you want it's two weeks of both (laughs) I mean we're we're he's he's throwing an interception in both games he's throwing crazy like three and then four last week three this week over 300 yards like Wentz is a volume producer this defense doesn't look like it's going to stop anybody he's gonna be a shootout so as a fantasy quarterback heck yeah Wentz is a very good option uh one good takeaway that well one bad takeaway on the Detroit Lions side of the ball is DJ Shark four targets zero receptions uh that makes me nervous for DJ Shark we were hoping he'd be bounced back with the new offense uh, obviously, Amon Ra St. Brown is a god, and he is the sun god. Yeah. Um, and that's go, go on that's by James Williams. Yeah. I mean, if and Goff. And Goff. Yeah. Like, I just picked we, up Goff today. We have somebody in a league that, and, you know, we traded Trey Lance. I said that in the beginning of the show, but Doug and I had an option to go get Jared Goff for like a mid second. Issue was we didn't have a mid second, so we couldn't do it. We couldn't figure out, you know, any any realistic player that he wanted. So it, it we would have went that route, but yet we went with the big trade and that kind of fell on us a little bit, but golf, it looks like he could be there to stay for Detroit because if he keeps playing like this, this I mean, they could actually build around him. They they're fine with his cap. He's not going to cost you a bunch. He'll probably restructure if he does play there again or resign for like 25, 30 million a year, which is just fine in the quarterback market right now. Like that's mm-hmm. a good, that's a good price. And like I said, Jameson Williams, go buy him. Ooh, this offense could be cooking. We're should we just skip the Buccaneers Saints game? Because that was ugly. <laughs> you mean, I mean skip the biggest fight of the year? Uh oh man. I you know, that's a good that's a good segue. Speaking of fights, I put the under for Mike Evans for fantasy points at 13.5, and it hit thanks to the fight. And I also put <laughs> under for Alvin Kamara with the points because I had a feeling he's going to be out. He was. <laughs> My favorite thing with underdog is the over-under prop bets. The pick They are so fun to do. James, you're missing out. It, it, I, it sucks. sucks. <laughs> I got to I gotta cross state lines to go. Yes. <laughs> and if you have not tried these, go and do it and use code DHH and put in $100 because they will give you $100 right back to play some more of these. I'm playing them every week. My Thursday night, I cashed in on Thursday night. It was awesome. It's always nice to win. That's my second time winning this year. Maybe I'm halfway decent at it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so these pickums are Probably so playing fun. At beginner level, but yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> levels to this. Yes. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but these pickums are so fun to do, and they kind of test your knowledge of the, and, and they kind of push it beyond fantasy. You have to look at the you know the total points for the week, what Vegas is thinking. It's very fun. You do a little more homework outside of fantasy. So use code DHH and go put in some money, and they will give you the same amount right back, up to $100. 
You guys won't regret it. It's so fun. All right, let's get back into these games. And like I said, we're going to go Saints, Buccaneers. And I'm not even going to give a takeaway from this game because I, 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 I can do it. I could do it. Um, Michael Thomas still looks like Michael Thomas. Six for 65 and a touchdown, had nine targets. I like what I see there. Uh, did get chipped up a little bit, I believe, in this one. Uh, Olave. 13. 13 targets. And he was missed twice on two long bombs, which means that Jameis Winston is going to look his way as the go-ahead receiver moving forward. A little bit in garbage time. It was a yeah, one was, but the other was was a little bit earlier on. And I wish he would have caught at least one. It would have definitely made him the wide receiver one on the day for the Saints. Um, but other than that, man, this this game was ugly. Yep. And my takeaway is as long as Fournette is healthy, Rashad White is not viable for fantasy as mm-hmm. we speak. Yeah. And which was my worry. And also, James, we talked about Sky Moore, who was your guy. And it looks like your little takes on Sky Moore might be uh might be a little a premature. Little, yeah. Which which <laughs> Sky Moore I mean Sky Moore, he played a lot of Sky special mature. teams. He, of, he played some special special teams, you know, and and I'm not really necessarily too upset about it. Yeah, he may not pop in his first year. Not all rookie wide receivers do, but the simple fact that Juju isn't doing anything and MVS isn't doing anything in that offense, and they are there each and every play tells me that you know what it doesn't matter who's catching the ball from Patrick Mahomes they aren't going to be the fa- the fantasy gods that we want them to be with the elite Kansas City Chiefs he's spreading the ball around more so than ever before so I don't want to rely on anybody in that offense except for Kelsey this year and when they hit the reset button next year and get rid of McCole Hardman uh Juju doesn't get re-signed Sky Moore looks a little bit more intriguing yeah I mean with rookies, it's always tough. You take, yeah. you know, you, you stick your neck out there. Hey, he could be good. Hey, I hit too. on Jahan Dotson. Yeah. But also, like the the announcer said, there is only one player on this team that could make a breakaway play and somebody who's got the athleticism too, and that is Sky Moore. He's the guy with the crazy athleticism and can actually make a big play out of nothing. But they just don't use him right now, which is fine. I mean, Andy Reid has a plan. Who knows what it is? Speaking of who knows what the heck the plan is, Matt Rule <laughs> lost, lost yes, to the Giants. 2-0, baby. The Let's Panthers go first place Giants. Lose again. First place Giants. My biggest takeaway is Richie James is mm-hmm. Isaiah McKenzie 2.0. <laughs> it's, it, they're the exact same player athletically. They're very I saw him shifty. Going, you went small. for him in every single league that we were yes. in. Yes, because that's all my same. thought is – is devil devil loves these guys he loves these small shifty guys that can make plays after the catch isaiah mckenzie you know guy was awesome in denver super electric just didn't fit with them signs with the signs with the bills and boom here we are we're sitting here and people are giving up thirds late seconds for isaiah mckenzie because he's an electric player in a high-powered offense now with daniel jones running the show that might not be the case but he had a fine day but my take is Richie James is a pickup that you need to make because he's still only 27, super electric, and he had big games with the 49ers a year or two ago. So he's a he's a pretty good player. Only rostered in like three percent of uh, oh, yeah. super leagues. Yep. And with the Panthers, uh, Matt Rule sucks. He's a bad coach. He doesn't know how to use his players to the best of their ability. We talked about that earlier, Corey, with Baker Mayfield, and uh, yeah, I feel bad for DJ Moore and McCaffrey. Yeah, TJ Moore, you got saved today by a touchdown, but 
which Baker know. went outside the pocket, which he should, and found him in the back of the end zone. It makes no sense why Matt Rule is still coaching. I mean, just keep doing that. Why aren't you targeting your best receiver more <laughs> often? It just doesn't make any sense. Anybody else got any takes from these, Corey? Uh, for the Giants, I mean, why, like you said, the slow shit or slow shifty guys, small shifty guys. I mean, I'm excited to see what Wandale Robinson will bring yes, moving forward when he comes back healthy. I mean, it looks like Kenny G, you know, not being in his locker, everything cleared out, like things aren't looking good for him moving forward. Not being in his locker. I didn't hear that. Yeah, he was not in his locker and it was cleared out. His pencils were gone. Everything his, was gone. snaps today on the field on the field, but did he everything, clear his locker out after the game? After the game, after he the took media, his big bag of money. Everything cleared out. <laughs> took yeah, his quick big bag of money. He took quit his football. money. He's laughing to the bank, and he may. I don't be think on his he gets all out. his money if he quits. But uh, he may be on his way out. Whether that's the Giants' decision, most likely. Well, I mean, I, I I like that. Your boy Daniel Bellinger finally got into the end zone. Love that he got that tutty. Uh, love the you know extra effort on the play to dive there for the end zone, hit the pylon. So love that. But Tanner Hudson was somebody that popped up. Three targets, two receptions for twenty-two yards. Pretty much came out of nowhere. Fourth year, fourth year in a league out of Southern Arkansas. I don't mind taking a flyer in deep tight end premium leagues on Taylor Hudson, Tanner Hudson, rather. Sorry. He, uh, he looked rather, you know, his delightful. dad actually founded the Hudson, Rick Henry. Yeah. Facts. We call him Hank Hudson. Hey, I was Hank say, Hudson. You're pretty close to it. So you guys probably have like a nickname and all that cool stuff. Uh, are we good to go? Yeah. To the crap game of the year, which I oh is man. it the New England game? Yes. <laughs> the <laughs> fact that I didn't even need to say it. Oh man, Mac Jones is doing his best with. Are you nervous? He has with Mac. Yeah. No. Okay. I mean, he's got it's it's literally uh, who? What's the offense that it, it's Kyler Murray kind of? Like we'll get into Kyler, cool. but uh, Kyler has better weapons, but it's kind of the same thing. Like their weapons are like you got one or two people and then nothing. Then it's just like a dark hole of abyss. And so I'm fine. But my evaluation is Damian Harris is a damn good running back for the second week straight. We're saying this. He is a very good running back. He got two targets, caught them both. I took the over on catches for Stevenson thinking with Montgomery out. That didn't work out so well. He got one. But both these running backs are very good. And it looks like their offensive line is starting to figure it out. Cole Strange had a very good game. And that's all they talked about on this broadcast was Cole Strange. Here he is making a great block, moving around. Like Patriots, there's one thing they do. It's find these really weird draft picks for the offensive line, and they always pan out. So why were we worried about it, you know, this offseason saying he's not going to be great or anything? But I'm going to move to the Steelers and Trubisky. Time's running out, bud. You made a ton of mistakes. This guy is he he's getting his seat on the bench warmed up because man, <laughs> Kenny Pickett is waiting. And the fact that they're saying, Oh, well, we're going to sit. No, it ain't happening. If you sit Pickett all year, you're going to win six games. If you're lucky, because Trubisky does not help anything in your offense. Uh, it's, it's all targets for Johnson, but man, it looked ugly with Trubisky. That's my thing is if you can go buy Pickett for cheap, because his value will be on the rise here soon. I like it. I like Pickett. I mean, you can't, you just got to throw Pickett in the game and let him start and see what happens. Exactly. Like having Trubisky going is not it. 
you get you spent a first rounder on him. I think reports say the team intends to sit him for the full year, but it's like get him some experience, get him in there. Yeah. Got any other ev- evaluations on player values coming up? I like. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, Nelson Aguilar, six all six of his targets caught 110 yards and a touchdown. One was a big breakaway uh, for over 40 yards. Sell him. If you have him on your (laughs) roster, sell him for whatever you can get. If you can get a third, get a third. All right. Because we won't know each and every week who is the outside receiver. You know, Kendrick Bourne will take his shots. Devontae Parker will take his shots. And when Tyquan Thornton comes back, he will take his shots as well. So get what you can out of Nelson Aguilar right now. And I do believe Damian Harris was chipped up a little bit, messed uh, his leg up a little bit. We want to wait for some kind of report on that. I also like Chase Claypool coming out from the Pittsburgh Steelers. I mean, we're seeing six targets each game. If he's playing this big slot role, it's not going to be exciting, especially with Trubisky. But he's got four receptions, but only a total of 44 yards on the season. But he's got eight receptions. Whether the team moves on from him or the team lets Deontay Johnson go, I mean, Chase is getting some looks. I well, kind of like it. It's just not signed again. So I think this is we're going to be seeing this offense for a little bit. It's not worst, sexy. Worst case, uh, Claypool is out and Pickens would get more yeah, targets. Yeah, it's not Pickett, sexy. Yeah, Pickens had a huge catch. He also dropped a opportunity for a huge catch that was underthrown by Trubisky. I think when Pickett comes back in, he's actually going to throw Pickens the ball outside. Gonna, he's going to throw yeah. the ball outside more, which will actually help move the offense because all Trubisky's doing is middle of the field. It's it's bad. And Najee, more volume, volume, volume. That's should have sold. You yeah. should have sold. You should have sold when you could. 100% because this offensive line is doo-doo. Losing value every week, Najee Harris. Oh, it's sad. All right, speaking of sad, Indianapolis Colts lose to the Jaguars oh, in a They didn't just donut. lose. A donut. Zero oh. to 24. Oh, man. Should have sold Taylor. No, no, no. Don't sell Taylor. He looked amazing when he touched the ball. But my I mean, evaluation of this is Pittman's great. Like, the fact that they didn't have Pittman is the reason why that offense couldn't move. The Jaguars weren't worried. Yeah, they loaded the box on Matt Ryan. Uh, the offensive line couldn't stand up to the Jacksonville defensive line because, you know, they really didn't have anything other. They didn't have to worry about getting it passed down passed down deep Matt Ryan what 16 for 30 195 yards and three interceptions and a fumble like dude you're a veteran that was disgraceful like I was waiting for them to bring like Sam Ellinger in yeah and uh, one more player I want to bring up for me is uh what are you guys doing with Etienne now his value peaked in the offseason he was told I was told he's going to be this elite running back he's going to get all the touches this guy's electric and here comes James Robinson with 23 carries. We all know Doug Peterson loves his RBBC. And Etienne, he is getting pass catching work. He had, it looks like, three targets, caught all three of them. Mm-hmm. But I'm worried. I don't. I think his value is slowly declining. I think he's still sell for probably a first in 23. But his value was way above that this offseason. So we're looking at a big value decline. What are you guys doing with him? <sighs> Chef, I'm not excited. <laughs> You're not I excited. had big hopes for him. And a guy that is coming back from an Achilles tear, a notable running back 
RIP death row injury, and the dude is just getting significantly outtouched, and he is dropping passes or has in the first game. Oh yeah, I'm not excited he's, about Etienne. And that's, that's one big thing is he's not a natural pass catcher. Mm-hmm. He had he had stru- he struggled with it in college his junior year. He came out and said, "I'm scared to catch the ball. I'm scared of the ball." Like he came out and said that, and then he worked on it his senior year. He looked great doing it. But then everybody started calling him this pass catcher. Oh, he's a pass catcher. He's getting worked at receiver. He, you know, he's great at pass. No, he that's not move, him, man. It sucks. I mean, you got to uh, hold, obviously, right? Yeah, Rush I mean, have... you're holding. You're not you selling. To. There's nothing you can do. If I can get a 23 first, I'm if I can get a first sell. for Yikes. him, I may consider it. Yeah, no, absolutely. but I don't know if you're going to be able to get a first right no. now. 2026, probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, if it's a contender and it's a first. I would. That's where my not pause would be. We have I to think, remember, I though. So. We have no. to remember with Etienne. Though. All right, he no. did not. This is his rookie season. Good point. That's fine. All right. So James Robinson, last year of his rookie deal this season. So either way, I don't know if Robinson stays on this team. They may just go out and draft another running back that's to pair with Howard. Etienne. That's yeah, fine. he's Jordan Howard. He's expecting Etienne. I liked what he did today. He didn't make the mistakes that he made in week one, and it was game script. All right. They were in a positive game script the whole game, probably like from the second half, like from halftime on, and they blew them out 24 nothing. So they're not going to put their pass catching back and ETN in there. James Robinson got the work. That's why we see 23 carries to nine carries on the ETN. I'm not worried yet. If this continues where he's not breaking 10 fantasy points per game, then I'll start getting worried for him not paying back his yeah. value. And it's going to be cool if he's getting these receptions. I mean, two and three aren't cool, but like you said, game script is if, if he's hovered around three or four receptions a game and can get a nice handful amount of rushing attempts, it just seems like that is his game in this offense. Yeah. I mean, coming up next, they have the chargers, the Eagles. He is definitely going to be utilized in that in sense. Mm-hmm. Houston. We saw them put up a game today. Uh, it was pretty back and forth. And then they play India again in week six. So, yeah, I, I I think if you could buy and like if someone's nervous about ETN, like Tyler, Tyler, if you have any shares of ETN, you want to sell me for like a second, I'll I'll give you a second. No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I'm I'm looking for a first. I'm looking for a first value, or I'm sidestepping to a different running back, like a James Cook plus a little bit. If you're like looking for a my... first, you might have to wait for a spike week in production. Hundred percent. All right. Yes. We are getting there in time, so we're going to kind of do – I'm not going to give too many takes. I will let you guys take the takes on values. But you guys got anything with this game? I know Evan Ingram what had game? a big oh. catch game. So, James, I'm not even going to let you talk about it. I'll give Christian you this. Kirk, dude. I was about He's to real. I hate him oh, for it. No, fifth-year breakout. Let's go. Yeah, fifth-year breakout is bullshit. Okay, he got shuffled past by the end zone – in near the end zone. He's uh, a focal point. Yeah, he's a focal point. Hmm. Did Christian Kirk make? Kyler did he Murray? rise to a first round value? Um, I I did I declined a second a twenty twenty three second, and I think I mean I actually just traded him Christian Kirk in a in a rebuild. James, you saw that it was in the league we're both in. I traded Kirk for a twenty three second, Kyle Phillips and Isaiah Likely. I, I mean, I didn't hate it if those two work out. I guess. Um, yes. The other takeaway from this game was Trevor Lawrence. Clean game from Trevor Lawrence. 25 for, for 30. Eight at one point. Yeah. Uh, two touchdowns, three carries, no mistakes. This is something that we are going to want to see more of. And if it continues, 
you might want to try to buy in on Lawrence now. Yes. All right. We will move on to the next game. Awesome game. I I was so pumped to see the end of this. Uh, 42 to 38. The Dolphins pull out the victory. Oh, such a good game. It was such a good game to a week that looked like it's going to be so dull. Mm -hmm. The second half of the first games picked up completely. Man, this game was insane. You guys, Corey, give me give me a couple takes from this for values on what players are on the rise or on yeah. the fall. I mean, we love to see Tua Tungavailoa, Tyreek Hill, and Jalen Waddle ball out. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are the first duo wide receiver teammates to have 10-plus receptions, 170-plus yards, and two receiving touchdowns in a game. Ooh, Mike ooh, McDaniel ooh. is just making this offense Awesome, and obviously in this offense, I mean, he's looking at five total it's targets. Like he caught four for four and a he touchdown had, today. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. But he had he had a decent cool. game today. But I'm not buying in. If you could sell, get sell me out. Yeah. Get sell. me out yeah. of there. Um, it's definitely interesting. I hate to see Edmonds kind of come out with a dud in this game, but I mean, it was a very pass heavy offense. Those big plays by Waddle and Hill. I mean, like I said, that's 340 plus yards just from, you know, 10, 20 receptions there to, um, you know, that's insane. Mike Waddle McDaniel had 19 awesome. targets, 19 targets. Cedric Wilson do much, but I, it just seems like this is the Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill show. And Mike McDaniel may not be doing a Shanahan style offense, but now it's a McDaniel offense with a more pass centric thing. But I guess maybe then it depends on the game with game script. So, you know, we're two weeks in. We'll have to see what happens over a couple more weeks. It was great to see because you got two on such a low value. His value is definitely on the rise after this game. Um, not sure about the price yet. I'll have to look into that during the week. Six on the other side of the ball, okay. Trey Lance or Tua? Tua. I guess. I, I may have to jump ship. I would have said Tua after week one. As, yeah, as well. I was going to say, even And before, Trey Lance just like broke his leg. He broke his leg. He'll be back next year. It's Next year. Yeah, which yeah, which hey, and like his I value said, is the, nothing now. Like like I said, he lost so much value. Trey Lance, he, you know, Kyle Shanahan gets to sit him another year, like he wanted. He got his way. Congratulations, <laughs> Shanahan. Uh, so yeah, on the Ravens side, we got anything. Bateman had a big play, and he was clocked in at twenty one point something miles he per hour. Quick, which, bro. Yeah, he's he well, he ran a four three nine. At his he's pro size, day. Man. Yeah, like yep. he's looking like healthy is what I guess I should say. Like it looks like he's ready to be out there and ball out for second the second deep reception uh back to back weeks. So I'm Love liking what it. I see and let's keep it up. So Rashad maybe he's Bateman. maybe he's taking on that Hollywood Brown role and but he could like catch now and, and he's a bigger receiver than Hollywood yeah, he's Brown. Bigger. Exactly. He's, he's yeah. six foot. And now so. Isaiah Likely, the guy you just said he traded for. You know, he had his four receptions today. He had four targets in the first game, zero receptions, five targets this game, four receptions. He was a rookie tight end. It looks like he's going to be a pretty solid piece of this offense, at least like underneath, you know, like a, if you just give him three receptions and he gives you 30 yards a game, that's cool. Maybe not for fantasy, but for the NFL. And, I got uh, I got Devin Duvernay suffered a concussion in this game. Hmm. If he's not a go next week, um, Demarcus Robinson is actually very sneaky. I'm fine offense. with not touching anyone else, else. <laughs> besides like Mark Andrews, likely Isaiah, and Bateman. So Isaiah likely, Irv, likely. Irv Smith Jr. or Isaiah likely in Dynasty. Isaiah likely. It's got to be Isaiah, right? Uh, that I mean, that's, that's crazy. Oh, well, they but... play Monday, right? 
They do play Monday. Dude, it comes down to what happens Monday. Double man. header. No, it doesn't Monday. come down. Yeah, no, no, it doesn't come down anyway. I say likely is. But what if, what if they change? I don't know. Dude. Likely's on the rise. Likely yes. has been hyped all offseason. He's producing in the preseason. He's producing now. He will continue to rise, and if you can get him right now, I think is I the just best picked way. Him up today. I dropped Will Fuller for him. Wow. I finally gave up on Will Fuller and just said, give me likely. <laughs> and then the four receptions, and then after the game, I put him on the board just to flex because a buddy dropped him a couple days ago. So, Wow. I know. All right. On to next game. Mm. Falcons versus the Rams. Uh, no, don't, no, no, no. Another Let's, good game. Can we please got, ignore it? I got two takes for this. Can we it's ignore 27 it? 27 to 31. Falcons almost came back from a 28 to 3 deficit. Can that was pretty cool. All right. It? My two takes. No. And it's obvious. No. Drake London okay. is going to be an elite receiver. Yes, he's going to be he a is, star. He is a superstar. Superstar. Him and Garrett Wilson are two guys that are going to be close to the top 12, if not in the top 12 in Dynasty by 2023. They probably should be already. Drake London, especially, he's getting a lot of targets. 12. He got, I think, eight <sighs> last week. You know who's not getting targets? No, Kyle Pitt. Three targets. You know who is dumb? I mean, Arthur Ramsey Smith. was on Arthur Pitt Smith. the whole time. Arthur Smith is not a was smart he? coach. Ramsey was? No, he actually played on London as well. I mean, for the most of the game, though, he was covering. Yes. Games. Now, now Pitts is the focal point. And now, if Pitts was no. an elite London player, is. they would still go to him with this coverage. I get Ramsey kind of shade, you know, get away from him. But what happened last week? Stefan Diggs burned Ramsey. Ramsey was. I'm so sad let's say hurt by that. So maybe go after Ramsey a little more and they didn't. So Kyle Pitts so is my overvalued player. It hurts me to say it. He is extremely, extremely, extremely valued at the tight end position. But man, like what is he doing for my fantasy teams? Like he should be getting eight targets a game. He should be no matter who's covering them, no matter what they're doing. I'm so they, they show it off in the preseason, which is my, my shitty thing like hey you're showing us all this love for pits in the offseason and what he can do in limited time and then all of a sudden regular season comes and you do nothing with them i'm so sad it helps with drake london i think kyle pitts does it I helps saw, his growth i saw someone say kyle pitts is the dj Moore of wide receivers for dynasty oh that's it, that, it hurt home man it, it hits because it's true yeah, i know but we'll see. I mean, he's going to have a massive game. I'm, I'm just stuck soon. in take lock here. Like he's going to come around. He is elite, but hopefully this coaching staff is going to come around to this being true, but it looks like the offense is just going to run through Drake London. Yeah. And <sighs> run through no running backs. Cause yeah. I mean, Tyler Algier is an average athlete. Patterson kind of came back down to earth. Yeah. It was a 50, 50 split between the two. Uh, Pitts yeah. will have his days, man. He's 21. Oh so. yeah. hundred percent. Pitts fantasy, is still, uh, like Pitts, it's it's going to hurt, though, because you, you're going to have to put him in your lineup every single you, week. You, yeah, you don't have any other guys. If you if he's your focal point, a tight end, you like traded you, all of them for him. Yeah, maybe you have <laughs> maybe you have Conklin, uh, you know, on your bench and you may need to consider starting Conklin over Pitts right now. Yeah, for right um, now. But I'm for not right now, yes, like your read. Yeah, the season long redraft leagues, you're not selling Pitts. Uh, I, he's still a great individual player, but. The coaching staff, a better quarterback upgrade is hopefully coming on the horizon for him. All right. I'll jump on the other side of the ball and make it real quick. Uh, Cam Akers, make it real quick, baby. 15 carries, 44 yards. He's not dead yet. 
He's All right, he dead. did. Uh, Darrell Henderson <laughs> later in the game, ten carries, he's alive. He's breathing, forty-seven yards. He did score on the day. Big takeaway in this one: Allen Robinson. Let's go, baby. He is still hanging around. He Finally, had two. was targeted. Yep, should have had two touchdowns. Uh, did catch four out of five targets for fifty-three yards and a tutty. That's not bad. That's what you're hoping for, Allen Robinson, each and every week. He's never going to hit that elite level. Um, and I'm actually looking to if sell he, if he Allen can hang Robinson out there after yeah, this cool. game. For yeah, sure. I don't I'm I'm afraid. So because he's Robins- back. Quote unquote. Robinson yeah. he so Robinson has uh like big eyes. Like he he always since the beginning of his career always looks like he's shocked. And every time he caught a pass or something I always looked at him and I'm like, God, he just looks surprised he got the ball. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's just how he how he looks and how he always has. Uh yeah, but I agree with you, Chef. We'll move on to the Seahawks versus 49ers. And my valuation is Trey Lance will be just fine. And this could help his mental side kind of slowing the game down a little bit. I know I somebody came at me and said, hey, well, these these players didn't. Actually, it's Thomas from another podcast. He's, he was on the Chasing Points podcast last year. But he told me, he told me, he's like, hey, you know, these players had the injuries and have not come back full fully from them, but they're positions that need your your explosion from your ankles and your legs more than a quarterback. I know quarterback, you know, you push the ball with your back leg, which I, I think is the ankle that got hurt. Was it Trey Lance's back leg? So yeah, that that could it come to effect right on arm strength. But when it comes to playing the quarterback position, actually, it could help because your front leg is the one that kind of twists, and you got to keep planted. And you move around more. So for me, I think Trey Lance is fine. This year off could help. And from what I've read and seen, it looks like the players are kind of rallying behind Lance. And even Debo came out and said he feels terrible for him. And despite them winning the game, it's still a huge loss for that franchise. And hey, maybe Shanahan by then can learn how to actually properly use Trey Lance. He's going to be the head coach next year. Jeff Wilson is looking pretty solid. Shanahan loves his number one RB one in the game. Jeff Wilson came through with 20 touches, no touchdown, which limited his fantasy production, but the touches are there. So he's going to be the guy for the next six, over a hundred scrimmage yards, which is, which is what you want to see. Yep. Yeah. And he's going to be the guy for the next six, seven, eight weeks or whatever until Elijah Mitchell comes back. Who knows what's going to happen. That's going to be around playoff time. So with the 49ers are in there, it may be frustrating for fantasy. If he wants to kind of keep all these guys help healthy, because what Mason didn't get touches. Yeah, he TDP actually got a lot of run towards the end. Of run. I thought yeah. he looked he looked carries, yeah, thirteen carries. Yeah. So that's cool. I, so they're getting that rookie some guys. Some he didn't action. go anywhere with them, but he he got some carries. I thought he that's looked cool. good towards the end. I mean, he had a long run of twenty this yards. First NFL then, game, and then he had thirty three yards. Old. Walker yeah, he, he, had a debut. Too. Walker definitely had a debut. They used him at fullback at one on one play. His first touch. Yep, and that was for eight yards. Who? And then the rest was not great. <laughs> He had four carries, four carries for 10 yards. He'll get better as the season goes. Okay. He had also two catches on three targets. So, uh, and then DK Metcalf with a DK game. I'm Huge worried. Catch. I'm worried with, uh, yes, I am Gino, worried as well with Gino. And my worry as well with him is he had lower body injuries and he still has them. And now he's got a bad quarterback. Who knows what the quarterbacks will be next year, but he's still an elite talent with a bad situation. We'll move on to the Bengals at the Cowboys. The Cowboys pull out the victory with Cooper Rush, 20 to 17. Love it. 
I love it. <laughs> is Dak overrated? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think uh, the Bengals are overrated. Did their offensive lines? They they paid so much to get it better, and it looks worse. worse. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yeah, I don't know what's going on. T. Higgins had, had a late touchdown to yeah. kind of save his. Wow, his definitely saved it. How did Chase do? Terrible. Chase had five for fifty-four. He had a, he had a bad drop from what I saw. Yeah, um, there'll be better days. The Cowboys but Burrow didn't not look good, dude. I for me personally, I think the Cowboys defense is very good. Dan Quinn is a genius when it comes to defensive plays. He's not a great head coach, but I thought he looked good. You guys uh, got anything Pollard. from the Cow- Yeah, Tony Pollard is great. Let's go. Tony Pollard. How time? Tony yep. Pollard is the best running back on that team. You yep. can tell and, when he touches. Like for years. And CeeDee Lamb's going to get massive Buko targets this year. And as long as and he can catch them. around with them. Seven for 75. If you were able to trade for him, good, good on you. Good on you. Yep. Noah it, Brown, out of nowhere. Riley Bymaster's Bymaster favorite player Noah I've Brown. ever. He's, he's touted him forever. Finally getting the chance to play Ohio State product. Ohio State post, puts up some uh, good receivers, and he came out of there. Yep. Maybe he's only he's temporary. One of those I think Michael Gallup comes back sooner. Maybe it's a later. Cedric Wilson situation. Yeah, it, it could be. But Noah Brown also is a very good special teams player. That's why. Maybe you love to see it, man. I mean, it's cool. Dalton Schultz had that knee injury. It looked bad. It it could be, could be Uh, long term. Another hit. We are getting hit with injuries a lot. I feel like this year. Welcome to NFL football. Yeah, no running backs though. (laughs) The irony, yeah, the irony. Yeah, it's everything but the running backs. Yeah, you're right. All right, you guys ready to move on to the next game? Yeah, let's let's do do it. it. Texans versus the Denver Broncos. And my take is Garbage. Denver Broncos. Just Hackett give it. Sucks. Oh. Just give it to Jamison Williams, or not Jamison, Javante Williams, all the time because that dude is a monster. I mean, yeah. Melvin Gordon, he averaged four point seven yards per carry, and that's what you want to see out of a veteran. I'm not mad about that. It just looks like they, when they get to the red zone, they cannot punch it in, and that's the problem. Like six times now in the past two weeks. They've been inside the five, and they go four and out or kick a field goal. Like, Russell Wilson didn't learn from the Super Bowl. He's like, hey, guys, I'm yeah. going to pass it into the end zone from the two. Oh, gosh. I mean, Sutton looked great, and I believe uh, Judy, Judy got, got hurt. Yep, yep we, we brought that up in the shoulder. beginning. Judy got hurt with a shoulder. We'll uh, ribs, see. it looks like. Ribs, okay. Upper body. Rib injury, yeah. Maybe head, shoulders. Definitely knees, not knees and toes, knees and toes. Definitely oh. not knees or toes. Head, shoulders, or, um, Maybe yeah. nipples. But, I mean, it just makes me want <laughs> Cord- uh, Cortland Sutton that Adam much Zappel. more. Uh, even Cortland Sutton had a carry in this one for five yards. He oh, finished the Jerry seven Apple. for 122, but he's not getting in the end zone, and that is because of Russ. Are we panicking on yes. Russ? This is two games back-to-back that Russ looked like shit. Yep, I am. Yeah. New system, uh, new head coach. He's new young. Court- New quarterback. It's Girth. it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a struggle for probably another couple weeks. Do you trade they... Russell Wilson for Jared Goff plus? Oh no. whoa! No, like, a, like what? I'm not, I'm not going Jared that. Goff plus a first. 2023. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh. Yeah. If, yeah. Especially if it's <sighs> definitely a if if you could guarantee it's a top three, top five pick. Yes. 
if you can guarantee that you're going to pick a quarterback with the pick. If you can guarantee I'm getting uh, <laughs> or Stroud or Young, absolutely. All right. Uh, well, maybe news not, just maybe. came out on Schultz. He's being evaluated. No concern about the ACL. Okay, good. Uh, maybe some sprain. Some good. I can thing. breathe a little bit easier. But what about the MCL, the PCL? Like no ACL, meniscus. That's still a couple weeks, right? The PPL. They had, the they EPL. do have. They the play next Monday the night, PBR. so he has an extra day to see what's going on. Okay. He may miss a week. Yeah. But it doesn't seem as serious as it looked when he well, talk about talk about tight ends. Albert Ukawebunum. Oh. Nothing. A dud. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a byproduct, right. of course, with the offense struggling. Hackett needs to, to yeah. just either go, quit, he needs resign, to pick, He needs to pick a tight end. That's what it also, is. He also needs to have somebody there for time clock management because he is the worst coach right now with the clock and mm-hmm. the play clock. First year head coach, uh, growing pains. Brevin Jordan. Robert Salo. Brevin Jordan, two for three on four targets. I did not think that stat line was possible from from anybody, but two there, three yards. Yeah, there we are. About, wow. Okay. Uh, Davis Mills is my take for the Texans, and I hope he plays a little better. I hope he pushes the ball down the field a little more because he's kind of dinking dunking his way, being safe. And I don't know if that's a product of the offense. It was more so about the defense. Uh, de- Patrick Sertain really held guys in check, held Brandon Cooks in check as well. You guys got any other takes from this game? Um, Damian Pierce is real. If what? Is he Damian back Pierce for a week? He's back for a week. Yeah, 15 carries, 69 yards, had a reception for eight yards. I mean, that's Watch what you out. want to see. Uh, but, he, no, my, my whole takeaway from it is that he was the primary back. He had more usage than Burkhead. No one else really got on the field. I think Ugambowale got one carry, maybe. Uh, didn't do anything with it. This is what you want to see. Uh, I wanted to see Damian Pierce in the lead role. Uh, yes, Denver defense is actually somebody that's rather good. But as Houston goes through, they play Chicago next week. The Chargers is a bad one. Jacksonville's a bad one. But coming out of the bye, like Vegas, Tennessee, the Eagles, the Giants, you can run on those teams. So we'll see. Our next game, win in the overtime, Arizona beats the Las Vegas Raiders 29-23. to 23. Uh, Kyler Murray is my take. And he looked like Kyler Murray of old. He looked like a guy that's like, screw it. I'm taking over close. Probably in the headset being like, no, just dump it off to AJ green. Just short passes, short passes. And Kyler's probably like, no, screw it. I watched 20 minutes of tape this week. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> just throw the ball to Andre Bacellia. You'll be fine. Do he, it. He, he targeted Zach Ertz and Hollywood Brown. Like he should. Cause they're the only two players you can really depend on. And, and Dorch, Greg Dorch, Dorch, and uh, you've been Rondell Moore, Rondell Moore, come back soon that. because Rondell Moore, a healthy Rondell Moore, could do so much with these touches. Maybe. It's insane. Maybe, maybe not. I, I, Kyler Murray, if he can play like this, the I would say second half Kyler Murray, fourth quarter Kyler Murray, that's what we want to see all year. That's the quarterback one we like to see because he also had a rushing touchdown. That is my take, and that was a sick this. rushing touchdown. Yeah. That is my take from this game. You guys, Corey, take the wheel. <laughs> um, I feel like Christian Kirk would look amazing in this offense. <laughs> oh, my God. You look so good. Um, Not $20 million good because no, they could afford that. I mean, you could definitely see that Hopkins coming back is going to help this offense, especially maybe if you could get Marquise a little more vertical. Uh, healthy more is cool. James Conner got injured, right? So they had to split yes. Daryl Williams and Eno a little bit. So that'll be interesting of backfield to monitor moving forward, especially if Connor misses any time 
But I mean, Murray, it's good to see him out there balling out a little bit, making a couple of mistakes early, but he kind of came around here and his, his improvising game is always top tier. Very upsetting uh, outing by Devonte Adams. Yeah. He's touchdown saved his game. Yeah. And Car- sleeper Car- Mac yeah. Hollins. Really? Like where the hell did he come from? I, I mean, every single other team in the league, that's where he came from. He hopped around yeah. from team to team to team. <laughs> not my, he, he caught tutties last year with Miami. To be to be realistic, Waller looked great in this game. Six for 50 and a touchdown. Renfro that's has a concussion. Ah. Renfro looked like he had a concussion. He fumbled twice, pretty much lost the game for them um, at the end there. He did yeah, because they ran the ball in and won the game in overtime. So, yeah, Renfro, he had two lost fumbles. Or two fumbles, one loss. And uh, yeah, Jacobs, once again, great running back. He had almost 20 carries, but he needs to get Only more involved. yards. <laughs> yeah, nice. Against the <laughs> crappiest defense in the league. So That's so true. All right, you guys. Anything else from this week? No. A- nope. Anything else you guys want to bring up? Know. Shout out to all the tight ends out there doing their thing. Uh, Chicago is winning right now. Justin Fields rushing touchdown in three. three yards. Justin yep. Fields is so good. The team loves him. Uh, Aaron Rodgers needs his Devontae Adams. He needs people. Alan, Alan Lazard just isn't it. Christian Watson isn't it. We need yeah. this. It stops. And you guys, there's one thing you guys need. Like Rodgers needs Devontae Adams. It's DynastyNerds.com. And get the Nerd Herd subscription. You can use code THH for 15% off any subscription. You got Trade Tools, Extra Nerd Herd Episode, Prospect Film Room, and the Dynasty GM, which I absolutely love. It helps you with trades. Anything mm-hmm. you need, it evaluates your team. You can click, a, I need a quarterback. So you can click on the quarterbacks only hat, show the team's quarterback, see who has a bulk of quarterbacks, and then kind of go see what else they need at every other position. It's awesome. I recommend it. Use code DHH for 15% off at Dynasty Nerds. And guys, that's it this week. Week two in the books. Woohoo! Now, Corey, we're going to give you a week off, rest from this big podcast you just did, and we will bring back Doug, James, and myself. Uh, Corey, where can we find you? Thank you, guys, again, for always looking forward to being here on the Even Weeks. Corey Spala on the Twitter, C-O-R-E-Y-S-P-A-L-A, and all my work is over there at uh, DLF. And, James, we know where you can find you, and that is right back here next week on the Dynasty Happy Hour Uh, from me. James, Corey, and Doug, who is at a concert and doing whatever the heck he does. Oh boy, you don't even want to know. (laughs) Till next time. Till next time. See you guys. Later.